We're ready. All right. We've got some, um, I feel like it is so interesting that the Lord has um, put together for us this morning. So I want to say good morning to our covenant partners within uh, KSL Ministries. I want to say good morning to the covenant partners and those that are listening on SoundCloud this morning. And we're just going to allow you time to get your Bibles, your pens, and your pads ready so we can go into the word of the Lord. Amen? Amen. As you know, at the end of the month, uh, we will come into uh, the Jewish holiday, Rosh Hashanah. And it's just amazing what God has done with this message, how he has wrapped it and tied it in all together. And you will see that this morning. So I hope that it is a blessing to you as it has been and is a blessing to me. Amen. If you're keeping a good journal, if you're going to label SoundCloud this morning, it is called the blessing. The blessing. That's what we're talking about this morning. Amen. So we're just going to go, last Sunday we started talking about the blessing. So we're just going to go over a few things with that, and then we're going to move right into the second half. Amen? So we were just sharing what the Lord shared with us, that the blessing, because we, we want to, you know, it's knowledge is power. And we need to absolutely know what the blessing really is. Amen? Because when you say blessing, uh, sometimes the first thing that comes to our minds is a new car, a new home, new clothes, money, but that's not, look, that's not the blessing. Amen. The blessing will get you those things, but we need to be anchored and grounded in what the blessing is. So the blessing is the empowerment to prosper. The blessing is the empowerment to prosper. Jesus Christ came to equip every family and every nation with the blessing. Somebody say the blessing. The blessing. Okay. So the word equip means to supply you with the necessary items for a purpose. Amen. So he came to equip us with necessary items for a purpose. Amen. Amen. All right. Now. I'm going to give you the scripture. I'm not going to go there, but we're going to pull out from this scripture because this is the blessing. So the blessing is actually written in Acts chapter 3, verse 26. Acts chapter 3. And I want to make sure I'm giving the right because this is so important. Acts chapter 3. I mean, if you're blessed, you need to know what you're blessed with, right? Amen. Okay, Acts chapter 3. It's actually Acts chapter 3, verses 25 through 26, but we're focusing in on verse 26. Amen? Amen? And listen to verse 26. It says, Unto you first, God, having raised up his son Jesus, sent him to bless you. Now, this is the blessing in turning away every one of you from his iniquities. So the equipping that was needed to supply with the necessary items for the purpose, this, these are the items in turning us away from our iniquities. Grace, mercy, faith, the blood of Jesus Christ, the name of Jesus Christ, the word of Jesus Christ, and Holy Ghost power. 
okay? And the purpose is, is, is this, to save us from our sins that would always hinder us from the Lord's blessings, okay? So what is the blessing? If somebody were to walk up to you and say, okay, you say that Jesus Christ came to bless every family, every nation, what is the blessing? The blessing is God having raised up his son Jesus, sent him to bless you in turning every one of you from his iniquities. Somebody say, that's the blessing. So that's, that's the blessing that we wear. And you, I'm telling you now, don't leave home without it. I'm telling you now, it's time to stop taking your salvation as some type of cliche and just saying words out of our mouth. That day is over. We're living in perilous times. And, and I'm going to tell you something. The storm comes to everybody. But when you're under the blood, the name of Jesus, oh, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the word of Jesus Christ, the power of the Holy Ghost, it's going to be different. The storm will get a rude awakening. It will not be able to succumb you. Amen. God is in control. Now, if you want to find that garment, I'm not going to go back over there, but I will give you the scripture. It's Isaiah 61 and 10. It's called the garment of salvation and the robe of righteousness. Isaiah 61 and 10. And I want you just to say this with me. Say, I am saved, I am saved by, grace by grace through faith. Through faith. That's how you saved. It had nothing to do with us except for we had to accept it. Amen. Okay, and watch this. I'm saved by grace through faith by the blood of Jesus Christ. This is our garment. This is our weapon. This is our weapon against the enemy in a fallen world. Okay, and don't take it lightly. I believe every word that God spoke. The Lord said on next year, it's going to be a good year. But the devil is mad. He's mad, and I had to think about this. The Lord told me, he says, he's mad because he can't stop the body of Christ. Amen. And when I say the body of Christ, I'm talking about every member, everywhere that's a member of the body of Christ. Amen. He's mad because he can't stop the body of Christ. He's thrown everything at the body of Christ, but he cannot stop the body of Christ. Amen. And so the Lord told me, he says, the Lord gave me a vision that next year is going to be a good year, but there will be disturbances in the world because God's church is advancing. The enemy is going to try and stop the body of Christ by getting their eyes on what will be going on in the world. But the Lord said, don't be moved by what you see or hear in the world next year, but keep on your weapon, your garment of salvation and your robe of righteousness. Not, not a cliche. It's not words that we're just speaking. This is not a social club. This is real. Amen. And only those that are wearing the garment of salvation every year, the, 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 every year it's going higher and higher and higher. Why? Because just like Jesus told us, we're in the days of salvation, we're in the days of receiving the Holy Spirit, and we're in the days 
of the soon return of Jesus Christ. And the closer we get to the return of Jesus Christ, the more the birth pains are going to take place in the earth. The birth pains can be found in Matthew 24, where Jesus talked about famines and earthquakes and wars and rumors of wars and nation against nation. Those are the birth pains. But every year, they are getting closer and more intense every year. And the only way that we're going to make it is we're going to have to stay with the garment of salvation and the robe of righteousness. Don't take it off. Don't take it off. Don't let it go. Don't walk away from it. Wait, wait, wait. Because of life's pressure. Pressure coming. I said pressure is coming. And it's coming in different forms and shapes and sizes. it's, It's coming in various degrees, but it's coming. But the Lord said, don't take it off. Don't let it go. Don't walk away from it. I don't care what other people are doing. I don't care what other people are believing. You better say like David, what did he tell King Saul? He says, I have not proven those weapons. He says, but I'm sure of what Jesus has taught me on the backside of the mountain. I'm sure of the name of Jesus Christ. David said, I I can't wear your armor, Saul. I got to get my little slingshot and my five smooth rocks because that's what I'm used to. J-E-S-U-S. So you can play with the devil if you want to because he's not playing. He is moving through the earth, and, and believe me when I tell you, he's stealing, he killing, and he is destroying. Because people are playing. Uh, there's a little song said, you do the hokey pokey. Mm-hmm. Too many of us playing hokey pokey. Uh-huh. We in Christ, but then we stick out our feet over in sin. We stick out our hand. What the little song say? You put your left foot out, you put your left foot in, you shake it all around. You do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself about. That's what it's all about. You better keep your foot, your hands, your heart, your mind, your imaginations under the blood of Jesus Christ, in the word of Jesus. And you better be teaching your children. And especially the ones that are still in the house. This is no time to be playing. It's no time. I don't intend to play with the devil because he don't play fair and he plays for keeps. I say he plays for keeps. So this morning, we're going to pick up with the blessing. And I want you to go to Proverbs chapter 10 and I feel you. Oh my goodness, why do we have to keep going back over that? Yes, you're going to be blessed. Yes, you're going to advance. That, didn't we say that? Amen. The blessing is the empowerment to prosper. Prosperity means to what? Advance. Okay? Because the blessing causes prosperity, causing advancement that requires you maintain it. Amen? Amen. 
So you're going to be blessed. That's, that's not what we're talking about. Amen. Get focused. Amen. Get focused on what's going to get you the money, the house, the car. Come on. The healing. The protection. It's the blessing. And God sending his son and turning every one of us from our iniquities. That's the real blessing. Amen. Proverbs chapter 10. Thank you, Jesus. And I've already made it clear. All of us are going to go through something, but it's how you go through it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go through, but I'm coming out. I say I'm coming out. And I'm coming out with the victory. And if you don't believe that, that Jesus will give you the victory, then I don't know what you're doing. Proverbs 10, verse 22 and it says, the blessing of the Lord. Somebody say that with me. Say, the blessing of the Lord. The of the Lord. Now, we're not, we're not talking about what you can do for yourself. We're not talking about your job, your employee. We're not talking about who likes you, who doesn't like you. It talks about, in Proverbs 10, the blessing of the Lord. Say that with me. Say, the blessing, the blessing of, the Lord. of the Lord. It. You don't see anything else before, nothing after. It make it rich. And he added no sorrow with it. Okay, we're going we're gonna to explain that. The blessing of the Lord, it make it rich and added no sorrow with it. It says, neither does toiling increase it. It is only the blessing of the Lord that truly enriches a life. So we go back to Acts 3, 25, 26. Unto you first, God having raised up his son, Jesus Christ, sent him to bless you in turning away every one of you from his iniquities. This is the only blessing that truly enriches a life. But it adds no sorrow. Uh-huh. Because you know why it doesn't add any sorrow or there's no toiling with it? You can't make God's blessing any better. We can't add to his blessings of salvation. It is complete. It is complete. You can't add to it. You can't take away from it. You can't make it any better. So therefore, why are you toiling to try to make salvation better? It's already better. Amen. Live it. Walk in it. Love it. Embrace it. That's what the Lord been telling me. He says the body of Christ needs to embrace the blessing. <laughs> now, the fact is, godly people do pass through times of deep sorrow, sickness, and suffering. But God does not send sorrow. All of these things come from the devil because we're playing hokey pokey. We in the church, we out the church. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're playing with the devil. We in the word, we out the word. We in the church, we out the church. You say, well, what the church got to do with it? In that worship center is the word of God. In the worship center is your food for the rest of the week. Amen. In the worship center, there is 
con, con, uh, uh, faith that is jailed together amongst all of us. And the presence of God is amongst all of us. But we're playing. We're in the church on Sunday, but Monday through Saturday, we do what we want to do. We think what we want to think. We act how we want to act. And we think God don't see it. But most importantly, we think the devil don't see it. He knows when you mean it. He knows when we're playing. He, mm. My, 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 my. Lord, help us to embrace the blessing. Help us to embrace our garment of salvation. It's a weapon. Help us to embrace the robe of righteousness. It's a weapon against the enemy. And so a lot of things, you can't go around talking about the devil did it, the devil. No, no, no. You opened the door somewhere. I said you opened the door somewhere. And so what we got to start doing is what? Closing doors. Shut every door. Shut every door. Lock every window. Because this, no, this is no time to be playing. Well, it's never been time to be playing, but definitely this is no time to be playing. Somebody say it with me. Say the blessing of the Lord. It. It. Make it rich. And added no sorrow with it. All of these things, sorrow, sickness, suffering, they come from the devil. God will often permit them in our lives, but he is not the source. Sorrow is not an ingredient. Uh Uh-oh. Sorrow is not an ingredient of God's blessing as it is of prosperity apart from God. Now, you want some real sorrow, have prosperity apart from God. You say, well, how how is that? Come on. There's a lot of people got prosperity apart from God. They're not serving the Lord. They're not serving the Lord. (laughs) And it is sorrow with it. Well, I don't want that. I want prosperity with God. I want prosperity with God. So what is the blessing? What comes under the heading of being turned? Listen at this. What comes under the heading of being turned away from my iniquities? Here it is. Salvation by the new birth. Healing. Prosperity. That's what comes. That's what comes. And we don't serve the Lord for prosperity, but it comes with the package. I say it comes with the package. And see, what you got to do from now on, before you hit that door, hit your door on Monday morning, you're going to have to address yourself. You need to talk to yourself. Do I have faith in the blessing? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Or am I trusting in myself? Do I have faith in the blessing? Or am I trusting in myself? Am I trusting in my education? Am I trusting in myself? Am I trusting in my good looks? Am I trusting in my family line, my family name? What are you trusting in? What are you trusting in? You sure? You sure? Are you sure? 
Now, we say that. That's easy to say. You can say that all day long. You can say that all day long. I'm just, I'm just sharing because I'm working myself. Lord, when I walk out that door on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I want to be assured that I am having faith and I'm embracing the blessing. Amen. Because that's my weapon. Amen. When the devil sees me dressed in the garment of salvation and the robe of righteousness, he knows there's not a lot you're going to be able to do. Amen. How, how does he know I'm, I'm walking in it? He looks at your faith. And faith without works is? Yeah. Faith requires an action. Yeah. Amen. Here's the definition. Faith is the confidence. Confidence, confidence. In the trustworthiness of God. Yeah, there's a storm now, God. But I know that I know tears are streaming down my face. The pain in my heart is real. Uh, what I'm feeling and I'm going through is real, but I trust you. I trust the worthiness of you, Lord, that you're going to bring me out. Amen. And when I get around my friends, I'm not going to be talking, po woe is me. I'm going to be saying, yeah, I'm going through right now, but the Lord is going to bring me out. God going to bring me out. Yeah, it's going on all around me right now, but God got me. Amen. The Lord got my back. Yeah, the bills are overdue, and the house note is due, and the car note is due. Baby might need a new pair of shoes, but God got me, and I know he going to bring me out all right. He going to bring me out all right. Faith is the confidence in the trustworthiness of God. It is a conviction. Wait a minute. Are you convicted? That's good. How convicted are you? That what God says is true and that what he promises will come to pass. You know, when you're convicted, it makes you feel some kind of way. It do something to you when you're convicted. So, 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 so that means every time I start to talk negative, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to do this. Oh, Lord, look at the enemy. He all around. You ought to feel something. The word ought to start coming up and say, uh-uh-uh-uh, great is he. Greater is he, greater is he that is within me than he that is in this world. Yes, Do you know you ought to even feel a conviction when you get ready to sin? There ought to be a conviction that you feel. Wait a minute. I trust God's word. His word says I'm blessed. I'm blessed because I'm saved. His word says that salvation is a weapon against the enemy. I don't want to do anything, Lord, to damage my salvation. Amen. I don't care if it is behind closed doors. Amen. I don't care if you are out of town. Amen. Well, so you're playing hokey pokey. <laughs> One foot up. And see, no sense in people. See, when you get so deep in the word, People come screaming, oh, this didn't happen. Okay, but what were they doing? Where were they? Where was their conviction? Because each everybody, even the preacher, got to have confidence. The preacher must have faith. It's the confidence in the trustworthiness of God. It is the conviction that what God says is true and that what he promises will come to pass. The preacher got to have it and you got to have it. 
That's why we come here on Sunday morning to get the word of God. Because the preacher not going home with you. The preacher got to go to their own home. And they got to take the word home just like you got to take the word home. So where's your conviction? To do the things that you do. To come from under that umbrella. What even gives you the satisfaction or the, 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 the go-ahead? Yeah, I can get away with this. I can lie, cheat, steal. I can think evil in my mind, evil in my heart. Mm. Lord, have mercy. When you really say that is true, a conviction does come. And when you really say it will keep after you. It will keep after you. It doesn't let go. You know, and I, we know right from wrong. We know right from wrong. We might not want to admit it, but we know right from wrong. Let's move. Let's move. Thank you, Father. Got to get out of the cliche. You're going to have to have faith for this. Amen. You're going to have to embrace your salvation. Amen. And I'm here to tell you, you need to go ahead on and start embracing it and believing in it and trust God's word and whatever he promised he's going to do it. You need to do it before 2023. Amen. You need to do that. What is the curse that we've been delivered from? It's spiritual death. That means you're dead to God. Did you know that? That's the curse. But thank you, Jesus, everybody in here is saved, right? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody in here has accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and they're saved by the blood of Jesus, Amen. and they embrace that blood. They embrace that redemption. Thank you, Jesus. We're only sharing this just to let you know if you're ministering to somebody, if they're not saved, then they're under that curse, and that curse is spiritual death, which means separation from God. It includes sickness and poverty. Now, I hear you, but I know, I know saved people who sick. Uh-huh, but it's not doing them like it's doing the world. No. Nope. All them generational curses that's in my family. No. Nope. Order. Come on, Anna. It's order. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. You delivered me. You blessed me from generational curses. Yes. Great grandmama curse can't come on me. It's standing there. It wants to, but it can't take me over. Great granddaddy curse can't take me over. Yes. It can't run through my family. It can't run through me. cannot do it. Why? Because the blood is standing at the door. The name of Jesus is standing at the door. The, and look, when, it, when they look and peer through the, through the bars, what they see? The garment of salvation and the robe of righteousness. Can't do it. Can't do it. That's what God gave me when the devil was coming in so hard on me. The Lord said, uh-uh, you tell him you saved. Amen. He said, this is what you say. I am saved by grace through faith. Amen. 
by the blood of Jesus Christ. He said, watch how fast he get up out of there. He said, embrace it. Love it. It's not a click. It's not cliche words. It's not just something you say. I'm saying, I know the Lord. Because guess what? Every time you throw that out there, the devil saying, let me go see. Let me see if they really love the Lord. Let me see if they really are saved. Let's see. Touch not. Yes, Lord. No, 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 you better mean it. Amen. The curse was never a blessing. The curse was never a blessing, and it could never enrich our lives. God does not put sickness on us to teach us anything. Stop saying that. Stop it. This happened to them to show them something. No, it didn't. That was an open door. Stop it. God does not put sickness on us to teach us anything. He only placed it on Jesus Christ. I'm going to give you a key this morning. Say, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is, the is the only person that God, that God placed sickness, placed sickness disease, disease, poverty, poverty and, the and the curse upon. That's it. Isaiah 53. That's it. That's it. So tell that devil to get out your face. Amen. Get out your face in Jesus' name. Get out your face in Jesus' name. And the reason why so many people sitting up in churches are going through suffering really bad, they're not getting the word. This is what they're being told. Now you just suffer here now. And after you done suffered, you're going home to glory. And when you get to glory, then you'll have some gold. Then you can walk on streets of gold, and there's going to be peace and joy. Nuh-uh. God said, I promised you some of that now. Amen. Now when you get to glory, Amen. they're not being taught. They're not being taught the word. I told you what God told me. I was praying. I purposely seek the Lord on some issues for a whole week or so. And after a while, I begin to realize, God, there is too much sin in the church. There's too much sickness that leads to untimely deaths in the church. There's too much financial lack in the church. And the Lord says it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be because I came to bless every family, every family, every nation, and every individual. But see, the thing is, we got to learn how to embrace the blessing. Amen. Not talk it. Amen. It has to become a way of life. 
intend to go back. I say, I don't intend to go back. Go to Isaiah 53. And I want to read something to you. Listen at this. Isaiah 53 and 3. It says, he is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Talking about Jesus. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. Uh, He was despised and we esteemed him not. Now listen at this now, verse 4. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. Do you see this? Do you see what it says? He bore our griefs, sicknesses, weakness, and distresses, and carried our sorrows and pains. Is that in your Bible? Huh? But verse 5 says, but he was wounded for our transgression. Now, hold it right there. Wait a minute, Lord. You were wounded for our transgressions. You were bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon you. And with your stripes, we are healed. So that means transgression. Listen at this. Sin, iniquity, and transgression brought in sorrow, pains, grief, Sickness, lack, but the Bible says Jesus bore it. Is that in the Bible? He he was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. Uh Uh-huh. The chastisement of our peace and well-being for us was upon him. And with the stripes, listen at this, and with the stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. Jesus, somebody got to, but you got to embrace that. If all you're going to do is open, look, every time the devil knocks, you just open the door. Instead of putting up a fight, what is the fight? The fight is the good faith walk. We got to put up a fight of faith, a fight of faith. Faith in what? The word of God. No devil, you cannot bring this on me because Jesus already took it. He already bore it. He already bared it. So why do I have to bear it if Jesus already bared it? Amen. Why am I doing this? Well. And I hear you, Lord. Doesn't mean it doesn't come, but what you gonna do when they knock on the door? Right. You just gonna open the door? Just come on in. We all gonna have a big pity party. Wow. See, you get so much of the word in you that no matter where you go, that word becomes a shield. I have gone to churches and they preach and I'm sitting there like, nope, that's not true. I don't have to say that. I don't have to run around the church and tell everybody, that ain't true. That, I just sit there and I have the, the shield is up. What, what's the shield, Pastor? The word of God. <laughs> been in the word. Been studying. Been listening to what God sends through my church. Been eating and feasting on it and embracing it. We don't come here on Sunday morning just to have a good time. It's to get the word. get the word it's to get the word too many people out here believe in the lie of the devil they call him good evil they don't even know the difference 
They're calling good evil and evil good. Because they don't know the difference. They haven't been washed enough in the word to know the difference. Mm, anyway, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 6. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord had laid on him. Is that in your Bible? What did, the, what did God lay on Jesus? The iniquity of us all. Do you see that? Now, this ought to free you. When you walk out of here today, you ought to say, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Why am I bearing this? Why am I carrying all this? Jesus already did it. All iniquity has already been laid on him. The price has been paid. And that's where that came from for 2023. At first, it was going to be, it is finished. <laughs> I just kept hearing that ring in my belly. It is finished. It is finished. And the Lord said, no, we're going to change. Uh -uh. He said, let's go with the completed work. Amen. The completed work. He said, because next year, they're going to have to walk in it, live in it, Amen. embrace it, and love it. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. Shine for me. I, I wanted to ask you a question. And I know because everybody in here does not have children. And I like to include my children in what I'm praying or declaring. So if you want me to do so many declaration cards without it, I can do it. Because it says that in 2023, it is completed defeated and established in my life, in my home, in my church, and my children's lives. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, I know everybody in here doesn't have children. Now, there's one way to look at it. You could speak it for the future. But if you don't intend to have any children, I can let the printers know that we only want so many that say children and so many without it. Without it. So you just have to let me know. You know. You could speak the future. You could go ahead on and be speaking the word over your children. Amen. And they're not even born. And it's not that you're calling children upon you. Amen. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not that you're calling children upon you. So we, we, have, to, we have to get that together. But, but that's how that came about, about 2023. It was like it was ringing in my soul. The Lord said, it, you know, I was saying, it is finished, Lord. The blood has healed it all. The blood of Jesus has taken care of it all. We're living in a fallen world. We're living in a sinful world. We, we're living in a time where people are truly calling evil good. <coughs> and they are. Yes, they are. And they are. And will fight you tooth and nail that they write. No, that's right, that's right. How can evil be right? How can, be, how can it be that what is against the word of God, how can that be right? Because they have the, the Bible says they have allowed their minds to be sneered with a hot iron. They have rejected the word of God so much until it's burned out. They're mine. They can't even think straight. 
The devil is a liar. Now, for me, 2023, it's going to be completed, defeated, and established. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, so when we go out of here today, when we greet this afternoon or Monday morning, you're going to have to start letting that devil know, nope, Jesus Christ has already borne my griefs and sorrows. He's already been wounded for my transgression. He's already been bruised for my iniquities. And the chastisement of my peace was upon him. Notice what the scripture says. Now, I, I didn't write the word. It says, and by his stripes, we are healed. Amen. Do you understand that? By his stripes, we are healed. By his stripes, we are healed. Say, I'm healed. Well, if that's not good enough, go to Matthew 8. Maybe that didn't help you. Go to Matthew 8. That's the Old Testament. Okay, let's go to the New Testament. Matthew 8. Verse 16. Actually, I want to go to, to verse 14. Matthew 8, 14. And when Jesus was coming to Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother laid and sick of a fever. And he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she arose and ministered unto them. When the eve was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick. Listen at this that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah, the prophet, saying, himself, himself took our infirmities and bare our sickness. Now what you going to do with that? I know, I know you sitting there like, whoa, wait a minute, hold up. I've been letting the devil have a field day. He's been taking too much. Too much. Stop the generational curses. Stop them from spreading. Draw the line and let him know you can't come here. Amen. Not here, devil. Amen. And it's so sad. My daughter, uh, Elder Courtney, was sharing with me. She said, Mama, she said, you know, they, they just talking a lot of sickness on TV. She said, but when I know they're about to say the word, I just turn the TV down. So I started paying attention, and I was like, wow, you can't hardly see a commercial without them talking about sickness. Amen. Sickness, sickness, and I mean, they just be saying it. And this one got this, and this one got So I started just, beep, if I can catch, mute it. Yeah. And then if I can, I'm watching my own movies, because they're crazy. Uh -huh. I don't want all that stuff going in my spirit. Amen. You are a spirit. Amen. You have a soul. Amen. You live in this body. You don't want all that stuff going in your spirit. Amen. And again, I say it doesn't mean it doesn't come, but you better be well equipped in order to face it. Amen. And the only way you can face it is with the blessing, the blessing, the blessing, the blessing of the Lord. It make it rich and add no sorrow. What is the blessing? Acts 326, that he came, that God sent his son first to us. And he blessed us in turning every one of us away from our iniquities. Amen. That's the real blessing. Amen. You saved. Amen. 
You say, and I'm going to tell you something, you get a boldness and start walking in that, and you let that devil know that you know, that you know, that you know, he going to leave you alone. Amen. He going to get up off of you. Amen. I'm not going because great-grandmama get, went. The devil is a lie. Nah. Okay, who went? I'm not going. I'm not going. The Bible said, and Jacob set up in the bed. And before he died, the Bible said he strengthened himself and blessed every one of his children. Amen. Basically, he told death, hold up. Yeah. Hold up. Yeah. Hold up. Yeah. Hold up. You know how come he could do that? He knew his rights. He knew his biblical rights. Oh, you can sit up in here with that spirit of doubt all you want. But I'm not ready to go. And I'm not fixing to go. I'm going to go when I'm satisfied. And I ain't satisfied. This is the problem in the church. This is the problem amongst the Christians. We'll get it in the great by and by. Oh, just stay broke because God trying to teach you something. That's not how God teaches us anything. I shared this a long time ago. The way God teaches us anything is from the word. He doesn't have to put sickness, disease, and poverty on you to teach you anything. He teaches us from the word. And that's why he asks us to have a teachable spirit. Humble yes. ourselves like a little child and receive the word of God. Jesus. Jesus. Stop trusting in yourself. Stop it. Stop it. You know what you are? Dirt. Water. Dirt. <laughs> what you get from water and dirt? Mud. Stop it. Get off your high horse. And, and, and please don't anybody go out of here saying, well, you know what happened to, to, to Saul. God knocked him off his horse. Let me tell you something. The reason why the Lord knocked Saul off of his horse is because he needed him. Amen. He had lost a disciple. Uh, he needed another disciple. Yeah, so, so don't go, you know, oh, God going to knock him off their high horse. N no, wait a minute. He says, whosoever will. Yeah. Yeah. You know what the scripture says? Yeah. Whosoever will, let them come and receive and take of the water of life freely. Get off your high horse. Stop thinking you the whole 
thing. Stop thinking. Can't nobody tell you nothing. You're not the whole thing. God is the whole thing. Always will be. Always have been. And the more shine, shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. Here it is, now. Come on, come on, come on, come on. He buried. Is that in your Bible, Matthew? Amen. I said, is it in there? Amen. He himself, somebody say, Jesus took Jesus. our infirmities and bare our, our sickness on the cross in the blood. You don't have to bear it. You just choosing to stop it. Amen. I'm not bearing it. Amen. I say I'm not. Amen. And I'm going to tell you something else too. Now, I don't like pain, but neither am I going to fill up on pain pills either. Amen. Oh, no, I'm not. I said, I said, I don't like pain, but neither am I going to fill up on pain pills. I'm going to stand on the word sometime. I'm going to stand on the word sometime. I'm going to trust God sometime. Elijah coming in. I'm going to stand on the word. Let that devil know you're alive because I'm not getting hooked on no pain pills. No. Uh-uh. That's why they're opening up. You know, I start to, no, I don't know. He don't need to open up one of them. Open up your, uh, uh, they got a name, CB, CBD, huh, CBD that's, yeah, a CBD store. But I thought about it, I said, no. <laughs> no. <'cause laughs> I said, no, that's all right. That's why they got so many of them, though. And these folks flocking to these stores buying this, uh, as it, medical marijuana, yeah. M&M. Child, I gotta go get me some M and M. I gotta go get some M and M time. What? <laughs> Medical marijuana, and they hide the kite. Don't know what time of day it is. <laughs> and everybody's sick. Everybody going to the doctor because they want a little card that says. We can get miracle marijuana now. It's legal. I remember it took my, my spiritual mom to explain to me what it was. One day I was driving down the street, and it was, they were just advertising. And I was thinking, well, I ought to go in and get some of that oil, you know, and, and rub it on my body, you know. I didn't, I didn't know what it was. I did. I'm honest. I did not know what it was. And uh, so I was telling her one day in one of our sessions, and she said, baby, she said, no, you don't want that. <laughs> she said, you don't want that, baby. I said, why? <laughs> Mom, why? She said, that's marijuana. I said, what? She said, that's what that is. I said, oh, my Lord. I said, well, no, I don't want any of that. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. All is well. Now, see, me, I have to be able to function. <clears throat> I don't want anything that takes over my senses. Amen. I don't want anything that controls me. And, and I'm, 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 I'm 
unable to recognize things and, 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 and do things. No, see, I don't like that kind of stuff. And when you start getting that deep, you leave me out of it. Because I, I want to understand. I want to know what I'm doing. I want to know where I'm going. I want to be able to think. I don't want it. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. No. Nope. No. Nope. Somebody say leave. The miracle, the medical, the medical. Marijuana, marijuana alone. alone. Say so stop it. <laughs> some of you must have been thinking about going to get some. <laughs> wait a minute. They, they kind of hesitated like, wait a minute, Pastor. <laughs> oh, Jesus, help me. Help. You, better, you better learn how to pray. Amen. Stand on the word. Amen. Stand on the word now. And the Lord had laid on him the iniquity of us all. And the Lord. Go to 1 Peter, please. Okay. 1 Peter chapter 2. We want to go out of here not with words of cliche, Words of faith. First Peter 2. Okay, would you please look at verse 24. All right, everybody else? Amen. Amen. It says, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. Now, I'm going to show you something. Did you see in Isaiah 53, <clears throat> it says, by his stripes we were healed. Okay. And 1 Peter 2.24 says, ye were healed. Wait, I want to go back and look at that just a minute. I'm right here. Just a minute. Okay, Isaiah 53 and 5 says, and with his stripes we are healed. 1 Peter 2.24 says, you were healed. Now, wait a minute. Come on now. You are healed. You were healed. You are healed. You were healed. You are healed. You were healed. Sound like right now to me. Are and were. You are healed. You were healed. Amen. See, but uh, you can't have this lazy mentality. You can't have this, I don't care. And, because as long as you do that, the devil says, oh, okay, your door's still open for me. Yes. Well. Yes. Man, I, I'm going to tell y'all when I'm halfway gone. Not, <laughs> I'm going gonna, gonna to come to the pulpit. I don't know if we're going to be here. But I'm going to come to the pulpit. And I'm going to tell y'all all the things, but it's going to be when I'm getting ready to go. Because if y'all knew right now, and it's the only reason I'm here is because of the grace of God. Amen. The only reason I'm here is because I choose to believe. Amen. No, I'm not playing with you. I am being serious. Yes. I am so serious. I, I'm, 
I choose to believe. I choose not to let go. I choose to embrace the salvation. I choose to believe I was healed and I am healed and I was healed and I am healed and God, I'm going to make it because of you and you hold the number. But I'm not going to play with the devil. I'm not going to play with him. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Say, I was healed. I am healed. Listen at this. The word, and we're not going to keep you. The word bore, like the Greek in John 1.29, he says Jesus bore our sickness and disease, implies both the taking, listen at this, this is what it implies, the word B-O-R-N-E, it implies both taking upon himself and the taking away from others. Okay? <clears throat> it means Jesus took it upon himself but he also took it away from us. Amen. So you got to stop claiming it. <clears throat> you got to stop claiming it. You got to stop opening the door. Say, I got to stop this. Come on, say, I got to stop this. So this has gone on too long now. And I got to stop playing hokey pokey. You got one foot in the world, one foot in the church. One hand in the world, one hand in the church. You turn yourself all around, you shake yourself about. <laughs> Stop it. You playing with your life. Stop your evil thoughts. Because God see them. The devil see them. Uh-huh. What Jesus did, he took it upon himself and he took it away from us. This is the idea of vicariously and meritorial atonement. The word vicarious means to live through another person. Okay? Meritorial is what I meditate. Okay? All right. So, if I'm going to live through what Jesus did, that means... Honestly, all sickness, sin, disease, lack, uh oh, grief, sorrow is really taken away from me. I mean, come on. If I'm going to live my life through the broken body of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, oh my goodness. Lord, wait a minute. And see, that's why, that's one ups that the Jewish people have on the Christians. When you talk about salvation to them, the first thing out of their mouth is peace, prosperity, and wholeness. Amen. We talk about salvation going through, suffering. <clears throat> I don't have nothing. What? I'm not going back. Amen. And I know you keep saying, well, why do you keep saying that? Because I understand what it took 
for me to get where I am. Amen. It took a lot of praying. It took, it took the blood of Jesus Christ. It took the word of the Lord Jesus Christ <clears throat> to illuminate my eyes and open my eyes. It took the power of the Holy Ghost to break down all those generational curses. It did. It really did. And it took time. So people who run in here, oh, I just, I'm so tired of praying. You ain't haven't prayed. You're not serious about it. You're not serious about it. Because when you get serious, things are going to start happening. <clears throat> and the devil going to begin to know your position. He going to begin to know what you stand for. Hello? I, I had somebody to tell me, say, say uh, now I don't know how true this is, but they say, God say, you the type of person when you get up in, out of the bed in the morning, the devil say, here she come again. I don't know how true that is, but you know, I sure hope that's what he be saying. Please leave me alone. So you want to be the type of person that when your feet hit the floor in the morning, the devil said, uh-oh, not again. Not, I got to hear these declarations again. I got to hear she saying and he said I'm saved by grace, through faith, by the blood of Jesus Christ. I got to hear this again that I'm embracing my salvation. Hey, today I got on the robe of righteousness. I got on my garment of salvation. Hey, I believe today that nothing's impossible with God. All things are possible with him. I got to see that attitude again of you not going to keep me down. I'm going anyhow. I'm getting up anyhow. Doesn't matter how I feel, devil. I know God got my back, so I'm getting up. Yeah, yeah, I'm going after it. I'm going to believe God for it. I know where we came from. I know where we came from. I remember going to the Salvation Army and having to buy my baby's children, my baby's, uh, ch my children's clothing. I remember. I remember going and having to buy bacon ends, which was nothing but bacon fat, and making do, fixing my husband's breakfast off of bacon fat and a little bit of grits and some coffee just so he could go to work in the cold, in the heat. Gosh, I'll die. Hey, y'all die. Oh, my she can't take. I remember. I remember not being able to afford things. I remember. I remember shopping at the five and dime to make the ends meet. I remember driving the raggedy cars. I remember not ever having enough, not having more than enough. I remember the land of not enough. Amen. So you can't tell me that foolishness, that it don't work. I know it works. Amen. I remember being poor. I remember. I remember writing checks and want enough of money in the bank account, but you wrote it anyway because you didn't want them to turn the lights off. I remember hiding in the back room because the repo man was at the door. And we, we hiding in the back with the children. Don't say, shh, shh, be quiet, be quiet. I remember being glad when Friday at 5 o'clock came because I knew at 5 o'clock the bill collectors would shut down. One no more phone ring.
bringing. No more criticism. No more when you're going to bring the money to pay the bills. I remember. I remember. I remember, I remember looking at other people and other, uh, how they were living and they had money and they could go places and do things and buy things. And I was like, wow, what does that feel like, Lord? What is that? I remember being ministered to by a woman that was rich. I'm talking about rich. <laughs> and we didn't have anything. I remember. So you, you, you're not going to get me off of any of it. Amen. I remember praying. I remember praying a long time. I remember going to church with or without. I remember. Amen. But then I also remember after the time was up. And that, you know, we had prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. And then it finally started to break. I remember. I remember not being able to go on vacations because we didn't have the money. Amen. Everybody around us, for some reason, they had money. I don't get it. They had money, but we didn't. We couldn't take vacations. We couldn't go to the beaches and, and the, uh, 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 beach houses. And we couldn't go. We couldn't go. But I remember the breakthrough. I remember the first breakthrough. And I promised myself, I said, Lord, I will never, ever, never go back to that. Amen. Never. Once God really bring you out, <laughs> and you remember, you don't ever. Did you hear what I said? You don't ever. Want to go back. And then after the Lord brought me and my husband out, and when I say that, I'm talking about prayer went forth. You don't, you, you don't understand. Prayer had to go forth to break that generational curses and all that sin. Prayer had to go. Prayer, 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 standing on the word, hearing the word, taking the word in, quoting the word. Prayer, much prayer. Then I start working, praying for the children. So, Lord, I don't ever want them to have to endure what we, what we had to go through with. We couldn't, look, we couldn't even afford a decent birthday cake on their birthdays. We couldn't. We couldn't. We couldn't. No, we couldn't. We couldn't. We couldn't even afford a birthday cake. <laughs> but when the first breakthrough came, I will never forget the first one came when my husband decided he was going to start a business. And he got his first loan to start the business. And there was, he took care of the business, he, he put that money, and we went on our first vacation. When we pulled up to that hotel, them people thought we were moving in. Because we had stopped off and we told the children, Anything you see in the store, get it. And they went running through the store. The but we had three buggies. <laughs> yes, we did. That was our first breakthrough. 
Because the man even asked my husband, he said, he said, how long y'all gonna be here? My husband said, three days. The man said, I thought y'all gonna be here months. <laughs> he said, I thought y'all gonna be here months. Because they bought, they picked up anything and everything they wanted. Lord have mercy. Actually, Lord have mercy. I got testimony, testimony, testimony. I never forget we was living in a borrowed house. And we got a knock on the door. And we really thought it was a bill. This was before the breakthrough for the business. This was further up. And we thought it was a bill collector, so we all ran to the back. And my, we were saying, be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. And so um, they, they didn't leave, though, for some reason. So my husband went on to the door, and I started praying. I said, oh, Lord, here we go. <clears throat> but this man had come from an agency Whereas when we lived in Atlanta, we had tried to buy a house and uh, we got turned down. And years had gone by. We had left Atlanta, it had been over six years. And the man told my husband, he said, listen at this now, cause I'm, we, I'm peeping out listening. He said, we've been looking for you. I thought to myself, oh Lord. <laughs> he said, we've been looking for y'all a long time. So my husband said, he said, well, what is it? What do you want? He says, we got some money for y'all. So we start, yeah, I brought the children and we start easing. I said, what? You know, my husband started. And uh, what it was, they were given this money because they had discriminated against people that were trying to buy a home through this agency. And they had to do back money to all those people that they had turned down. And we came into like $35,000, just free money, baby. Baby, <laughs> that little raggedy bed we had been sleeping on. Lord have mercy. Yeah, we were sleeping on this little raggedy bed. I'm talking about the furniture was just raggedy, and I would get up every morning and dust it. I would get up every morning, and my husband told me, he said, you know what, I'm going to buy a new bedroom set. I'm going to buy a new table. He said, because you never fail to dust those tables make up that little raggedy bed. He says, I'm gonna bless you because you took care when it wasn't anything, when it was raggedy. I'm talking about toe down, baby, you don't understand. The leg under the bed would fall, we get in the bed, uh-huh, and on the floor. <laughs> We'd be on the floor. See, people don't know this kind of stuff. We went, we got our first brand new bedroom suit. We got our first brand new table. And uh, once again, go get what you want. Just, we just went, oh Jesus, this was free. $35,000? <laughs> Lord have mercy, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, so you get, you get every step of the way when you're coming out. Now at first, it's, it's gonna be a little rough because you've got to stand up to all those generational spirits. This is what you're really coming up against. It's not the Lord. And they're going to test you. And you got to stand the test of the time. But once you start coming out, you understand I'm never going back. Oh, and I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You get so excited, you forget. We did on the 35000 We paid our tithes. Yeah. When he got the breakthrough for the business, we paid our tithes. Yes, we did. 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 But I'm just saying, when you gonna stand up to it? Mm -hmm. 
you gonna stand up to it? You got to do it. I can't do it for you. The only thing I can do is share the word and share the word. Trying to share the word now. If Jesus has borne our sickness and he has, our griefs and sorrows and poverty, why are you still caring? Why are you still letting it govern your life? Fight! Amen. You said fight with what? With the word! Amen. With faith! Yeah. Be convinced that God, what he promised, he can do it. He's God! Amen. Right. So now, yeah, I'm going to tell them, get whatever you want. My children, they work, they, and they trust in the Lord. They're learning how to pray. They're learning, look, you're going you to go through. It ain't gonna, it's, not gonna, it's not going to feel good. See, now they're learning. But when they get the breakthrough, I tell them, I said, rejoice, give God all the glory, and enjoy it. Because once you come out, don't leave them down there. Why are you going to leave them down there? Pray for them. Talk to them. But you got to get out of yourself. Amen. It's all Jesus, baby. It's all the word. Amen. I'm fixing to, I'm fixing to uh, get ready to close. Um, I wanted to give you another example. Well, I, I haven't given you the example. It's 12 o'clock. Um, I wanted to give you the example because I want you to see, honestly, it's in the scripture. It's, this is not being made up. Jesus Christ has borne our sickness, disease, griefs, sorrows, poverty, and we're going to have to start leaving it with him. You know why? Because he can handle it. We can't handle it. We're going to have to start leaving it with him because we can't handle it. It's too much for us. And see, if we would handle our business and get out of everybody else's business, I don't see how you have time for anybody else's business but your own. I don't. This is, do you know what? Decreeing and declaring the word of God over your life and in your life, living this, walking it out, trusting and embracing your salvation. Do you know that's a job? That's a job. Because you have to do it every day and I'm giving you the information every time we come in here on Sunday all you got to do is take the notes go back and listen to SoundCloud and put it to work put it to work they writing me now they think I'm crazy oh Miss Carbacker your car pay almost paid off we want to buy your car. I said to myself, you don't get out of my face. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> and you know, they, when you start getting ready close to pay your stuff off, they start, I didn't know, but they send you a different color envelope. Yeah. I don't know why they do that. And I said, well, that must be to get your attention. <laughs> I said, why are they sending this in this color when it wasn't? 
Hey, look, look. When I turn my car on, they got your car smart. Look, a little, a little reading comes across my little dashboard. We want to buy your car, and I'm looking like, what? Is y'all crazy? They got, a, yeah, yeah, brother Carter. They got all kinds of satellite systems where they can talk to you through your car. I'm in my car minding my own business. We want to buy your car. It's almost there. I'm thinking, I know this. Just get off my, my, my dashboard. No, I like baby. I like baby. That was my first brand. I had never had a brand new car. <coughs> my husband bought me my first car. Or did he buy me my first? He bought me my first nice car. But this was my first brand new up-to-date car. And I kind of like baby. So I don't know if she going to. I don't know. I'm going to keep baby. Yeah, keep baby. Yeah, see what it feels like not to pay that car note. Yeah. I didn't even know I was that close. I didn't even know the Lord had got me that close. I really didn't. Because one thing about it, I'm going to tell you something about when you get your breakthrough. What you pray for, regardless of whether you need it or not, it's, it comes every time. And I'm like, oh, man, it comes every time. You know, now it's, it's me and the Lord. My children are grown. My husband is uh, resting with the Lord. But um, um, we could never buy for holidays. And I'm big on, I'm, a, I'm a, a type of woman, I like to decorate the house. I like to have things for the holidays, special little things. That's just how I was. But we didn't have any money. <laughs> So when God started blessing us, and, it, and of course now, but now I'm like, Lord, you know, I buy all this stuff. Who do I give it to? What do, I be wanting to give stuff away. I be wanting to call people and say, hey, come on over here and just go through this and go through that and get what you want. Because when he starts blessing you, it doesn't stop. It is just like the Bible says, it's perpetual. It continues over, even if, uh, thank you, Lord. The Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve were in the garden with the gold, the perfume, the silver, the food, and it was just them. It wasn't but two people. And once it starts, it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. Y'all gonna have to get started. I don't care what it is, whether it's sickness, whether it's money, sickness, whether it's things you need, whether it's salvation, you got to get started. And I'm going to tell you something. Jesus Christ has already did the hard work. Amen. And we're going to have to apply ourselves. And I'm going to say, let me say this now. This is not one of those little mamby-pamby prayers where you pray uh, on Monday and then you don't pick it up no more to three months. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. You're going to have to do it. Like uh, Joshua said, day and night, night and day, you're going to have to do it. And when, watch this, and when the breakthrough comes, you still don't stop. And even though it keeps coming, you still don't stop. And don't forget about your children. 
See, if you never let the Lord do it for you, how are you going to reach back and tell them he'll do it for them? So you waiting to tell them, mama did it on her strength. I'm a self-made woman. Daddy did he a self-made. Oh, come on. Get off of it. Stop that. Give God the glory. Thank you, Jesus. We thank the